0: If you love football, soccer, then you probably love the Apple TV hit comedy, Ted Lasso. Ted Lasso, a quirky, soccer-naive American coach, finds his way to England where he comes in to manage a fictitious but struggling Premier League side, AFC Richmond. Hello everyone, this is Rev Brad, and you're listening to the Soccer Chaplains United podcast from the Touchline. With 20-plus years in and around the beautiful game, both as a chaplain and a press officer before that, I thought I would share in this series some lessons from Ted Lasso essentially give a chaplain's perspective on some of the things we see on the show and mesh them up with my own experience. In the series, I'm going to try not to over-spiritualize what we see on the screen, but I do want to comment on some of the elements that I believe can be great points of personal and professional development, no matter your role or relationship with soccer. Whether you're an athlete, a coach, a staffer, or an executive with a beautiful game, I think this series will be fun, creative, and have a little bit of everything for everyone. Just a side note, whilst I've changed this opener from the original one, I will keep the opener for a little while, so if you're listening regularly, when you hear the Ted Lasso theme music at the start of the pod, you can go ahead and skip forward to the two minute mark to skip the intro and get right into the pod for the day. Thank you for listening to the From the Touchline podcast. Here we go with a lesson from Ted Lasso. He's found the space, and he's found just a little off foot thinking he's going to go far post not strong enough with his right hand whips that one in far post almost made him in and they have he has the hat-trick the second in his career the third of the night the hat-trick hero talked about you're not going to be able to sustain that kind of pressure to the corner goes towards the near post and you're the angle what a goal what a It's a lesson that's been brewing throughout episode two, but one that's vital for the success of a team. We've come to understand that Sam is far from home in England, from Nigeria. He misses family, friends, all things familiar. It's shown in his performances thus far. It even has Coach Beard wondering if he's cut out for the premiership. Lasso, though, believes differently. Sam just needs to, quote, get a little bit more comfy here. Lasso and Beard then begin to devise a plan centered around Sam's upcoming birthday. The team takes up a collection and with a cake and some chin chin, we see Sam's spirits are lifted so much so that he gets a mention from the announcers even following a 4-1 defeat to Crystal Palace. This lesson from Lasso gets at the heart of what happens when we honor people. I think in football, birthdays are actually a somber event, another year older. Every elite athlete knows there is a ticking clock. As each year goes by, someone is either approaching their prime, passing it, or starting to eclipse it. Another aspect of birthdays in professional football is that sometimes your teammates don't really acknowledge them. In my years as a chaplain, one of my routines that I quickly developed was to reach out to current and former athletes and coaches and even staff on their birthdays to check in, to wish them well, to remind them I was praying for them and more. For me, remembering someone's birthday is a way to honor them, especially in the years after someone has left the club, left the game. It's my way of saying, hey, I'm still thinking about you, still praying for you. The badge, the status with the team, the club doesn't matter. You matter now I confess, it's hard after 20 years. I think I have over 300 people on my birthday calendar, and it's a labor of love every year, every day almost to go through the team roster, the media information and input, the birthdays and and the reminder system I've set up. But it's an important part of honoring people and honoring people for who they are, for who God has made them to be. goes a long way into being part of their lives. When we stop to acknowledge someone, To send a card, a note, a text, a gift, a message on their birthday, it does take time and intentionality. And sometimes we get it wrong. One footballer I know purposely gave the club a wrong birthday to the staff. So I have him down for two days in the year and he still won't tell me which day is his real birthday. If you are a coach or an executive leadership position with a football club or team, let me encourage you to take the extra time to learn record, and remember when people's birthdays are. It can mean the world when someone, especially unexpectedly, says and does something for your birthday. It's a point of connection and reconnection. It's a way to honor people, and when we honor people, they give us their best. They play differently. They work differently. They align loyalties. It can help us in more difficult moments to work through a particular issue because trust has been developed and we can humanize more of the game. In the spirit of this, I want to take a moment of personal privilege and give some birthday shout-outs to several people who have birthdays this week, and they've been part of the club that I serve, the Colorado Rapids, at one time or another. I doubt many of them are listening, but in the event that they are for the past week, happy birthday, Chris Woods, Marco Papa, Eric Carlson, Jose Berciaga Jr., Josh McKay, Kieran O'Brien, Galay Agbusomonde, (laughs) that's a tough name to say, John Niskins. Antonio De La Torre, Darren Yappi, and Jamie Smith. Love you guys, each one of you, and praying for you this week, for your faith, your families, and your football. May God richly bless this year and season of life, and just know that Rev. Brad is thinking about you and lifting you up. Well, thanks for listening to this lesson from Ted Lasso. This is Rev. Brad coming to you from The Touchline.